0: Welcome Return to Oswald. I'm Derek Hescar. He's Brandon. We always go to Brandon first and ask him how he's doing. So, Brandon, how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm,
0: I don't know how I'm doing after that show. Dude, you got to be used to this now. Like, it is what it is. I'm not sure. I'm
2: we're not sure.
0: The, we're in the end game of the good times for Oz, I believe. Oz is falling. It's gonna get so much worse. Yeah, it's getting really bad. It's and people
2: really talk bad. shit about Game of Thrones. See, this is how I know people are full dude, of shit.
0: Dude, Game of Thrones and Oz aren't even in the same conversation as no, one the no, no, no. Not the no, same conversation. Game of, conversation. No, Game Game of, of Th- Thrones was only bad in the very last season.
3: Yeah, it was it Game of Thrones is the Game of Thrones, uh, the Game of Thrones analogy is lost.
0: I've heard that, yeah. In, uh, oh, yeah, Washington. and and The Game of Thrones analogy, Game of Thrones is to Oz as, fuck it, my name is Earl, is to The Sopranos. They're not in the same book. Maybe
2: it's because this season's too long. It's too drawn out. It is long. They need to be better in the concise But
0: but even if it wasn't this long and this was season five, I'd be like season five sucks. Yes. (laughs)
3: Season the five is terrible. It's like, I mean, it's 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 terrible because you could see what happens in the writer's room. Like, we got
0: a nigga who play basketball. Let's let this nigga play basketball. This nigga gonna play two on two. And first, before we let this nigga play two on two, we gonna have this little ass white guy really just mansplain to him how to shoot a jump shot. Rick Fox, do you ever and, think and, about, Rick Fox, how what? many threes have you made in your life? Huh. Have you ever thought about following through on your jumper?
3: Well, to McManus, be fair, big is fair. the mansplaining, uh, playing champion. Like,
0: and
2: to be fair, most shot coaches are short white guys who don't play in the NBA.
0: Not anymore. It used to be like that, but now the majority of shot coaches that I see are either, uh, guys who played college ball, um, or overseas ball. And they're usually Asian And and young black guys. I ain't never seen a black shot
2: coach in my entire life. Devin has one. And he had another one
0: before he got to this one. And then the one before that was an Asian guy. (laughs) That's because
2: you're racist. You're not going to pick a white shot coach. So we already know that. But for the
0: rest of us people... Who are open to all. Now I'm only thinking about what white shot coaches I know in my town just to prove I'm not. I don't know any. See? No, but I the know. The rest of us. I know one. I know one. Uh, and she worked with the Asian guy. They had a business together. So suck my ass. Uh, the only reason why we didn't work with her, because she's good people, is because she was too far out. She was. Uh, she ran the north side of the area, and he ran the south side. I'm not racist. I just I just crush a lot. So, you hear this,
2: Scar? You hear this? I, I, uh, I hear it.
0: Scar knows where Isabella came from. He knows I can't be... Well, no, that's not proven because white people <laughs> yeah. have yeah. biracial <laughs> yeah. kids and be racial, racist all the time.
3: All the time.
0: All day long. How we gonna <laughs> give it to them all day long?
3: I, hey, I had. Have- I had someone very close to me that has racist uh, I mean that has um, racially biracial chil- grandchildren. It's like, I don't understand why you talk about race all the time.
0: You better start. You might want you, you might bet- want to
3: understand what's happening here. You because, better figure that shit out, Gene. because remember all of that underlying shit that you feel about black women? Those are your granddaughters.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When they get uh- old enough, they are black women
0: Also. Do you know how to do hair yet? So, the, I, fuck Okay, bro. I have a really good
2: story that I really want to get out about this type of t- subject. So, like, if people are pro wrestling fans, you know about like Bill Watts, right? Bill Watts, used mm-hmm. to be a promoter oh, super back racist in the, day. in the south. But here's the thing, Bill Watts, top star in fucking uh, Oklahoma and Louisiana territory. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Let me let me see if I got this. Wasn't it the junkyard dog?
2: It was the junkyard dog.
0: Yes. He was He was also the
2: only promoter to have a black booker and second person in charge, which was the big cat Ernie Ladd was his booker and was in charge. Then he went to WCW and he was the first person to make a black person the world champion. Yeah, it
0: was it was it was the dude. uh, Damn. What's his name? Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons. All this is under Bill Watts. All of this. Who is hella racist. So racism does not mess with your pockets.
2: And then he does an interview with the PW Torch. And I'm not going to go into the homophobia, but it's big time. But he says, that's why I went into business, so that I could discriminate. Who killed more blacks than anyone? The fucking blacks. But they want to blame that bullshit roots that came on the air. That roots was so bullshit. All you have to do if you want slaves is to hand bees to the chiefs, and they gave you slaves. What is the best thing that has ever happened to the black race, that they were brought to this country no matter how they were got here? You know why? Because they intermarried and got educated. They're the ones ruining the black race. Lester Maddox was right. If I don't want to sell fried chicken to blacks, I shouldn't have to. It's my restaurant. That guy was the most progressive, quote unquote, for black wrestlers. For the previous 20 in the history of professional wrestling up until that point, 1994,
0: and then he just couldn't hold it in anymore and it just overflowed. They were like, "What do you think of Tuesday?" And he was like, "Let me tell you about niggers and chicken
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> So and by the way, that he got fired because he was working for uh, WCW, which was earned by Toner Broadcasting. And somebody, somebody sent that secretly in a fax to Hank Aaron, who, you mm-hmm. know, was a famous Braves player. <laughs> and, Hank Aaron, and Hank Aaron walked right into Ted Turner's office and was like, bro, what are you doing? And he got fired the next day.
0: That's how it works. Hank Aaron was like, it's either him or me. And he, Hank Aaron in the pool where they'll actually say, you know what? It's going to be him. It's going to be me. So. So that's the reverse we're shining. What? When it comes to white basketball coaches, what? When it comes to sex, I'm similar to the thriller Manila. Has nothing to do with anything. What? Just like that. Just like that topic. I am not racist. I <laughs> just—he's not racist. This is just my joke. I just I really recognize. No, no. You know what? It's okay. I have to clarify these things because for like a year, Scar and our old co-host Jay told people I was a pedophile.
3: Hey, okay, so it's not our (laughs) fault that you went on a diatribe of how beautiful Hit Girl was. And how, and like all, you went like way too deep in how uh, uh, talking about that little girl. And it's just like, "Mm." I get what you're saying, but there's a line. It's, it's a little bit behind you like you know I me mean? it's a little bit behind you
0: just a little her. bit i called her a cute little girl and said she was kicking ass and that was the end of it and all of a sudden i was a pedophile no,
3: that was not the end of it you fuck were
0: <laughs> you were waxing poetic about this little girl fuck them niggas he don't know he don't remember so episode 14 of this long ass season is called orpheus descending um I was actually happy because I knew everything that uh, Augustus was talking about in this uh, show because I love Greek mythology. Um, I
2: wasn't even paying attention to his bullshit as
0: monologues. Oh, now you mad at him. Now you mad at him too. Welcome to the club. No, I'm not mad at Augustus. I'm mad at the show. So McManus is back and they showed this nigga looking like (laughs) they showed him entering like he was Hulk Hogan in WCW after he joined the NWO. Only showing his ankles. They didn't have the music in the background or the smoke or anything, but. You know
3: what they should have? Do you know what they should have played? And it was. Oh,
0: bird. No.
3: No. James Brown, the boss. Like, one, two, get down. Boom.
0: Boom. Boom, boom!
3: Like the way he was entering, and it was just kind of like I'm the boss of this
0: bitch. And, that first and then he
3: it, immediately he walked into the middle of fucking M City, and was like, "Niggas, come here!"
0: Just pointed like that yes. one, and that sh- one, that one, that one,
3: and that one. I need all y'all right here. I'm not coming to you. Y'all motherfuckers coming to
0: me. And not your, not your, Sally though. Just y'all. You know exactly who I'm pointing to. I ain't saying no names. And so <laughs> Burr. And Morales and Chucky come out, and uh, McMahon says, "Like, yeah, it makes sense. That as soon as I leave, y'all go to war, and it could have been catastrophic, but it wasn't. So y'all gonna have peace, or I'm gonna send y'all to different cells, and y'all go, or I'm gonna send y'all to different wards or units, and y'all can just kill each other there. But it ain't on me." And they're like, "We'll have peace." And McManus is like, or he said, oh, get, or I could put y'all in the cage cans. and
3: let y'all, and I could put y'all in the cage and let y'all fight it out.
0: And then I'll one of one y'all little... going to be dead and the other one going to be on death row. So, and, and honestly, that wouldn't have happened because you're not going to fit those three motherfuckers in that cage together. And plus it would have been two on one. And in a oh, cage there match.
2: was it, anyway.
3: Yeah, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't in the summit, which was weird.
0: Because it isn't his phone. As far as uh, McManus knows, it's Burr. And it's and it's uh, Morales. So he's like, he's like, y'all either have a truce or you don't. And they're like, we'll have a truce. And he's like, now shake hands in front of everybody so I know it's real.
2: So you know
3: it's real. <laughs> in front of
2: everybody.
0: Yo, man, McManus acting like Michael Jackson no, in the no, beat it video. Don't,
3: don't speak. Don't speak too highly of your man, McManus, because we get to the motherfucking basketball shit for real, for real, for real. Like that's that's we're going to tear McManus a new one. What? McMahon he's not basketball going down. No, the whole idea of the basketball game was the dumbest fucking thing ever. And it is the only time I've been on Claire's side in anything.
2: He was <laughs> rejuvenating. He was trying to get Jackson Vahue back in. Nah, dog. Nah, nah, dog. But
3: but making it making it making it staff versus cons.
2: That's what we that call aggressive
3: That's a re- Yeah. And guess what? When they do it in schools, it's usually the seniors versus the faculty because those motherfuckers are almost out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Students versus the faculty? That happens at every
3: school in the country. Yeah, it's is normally seniors versus the faculty. And it's usually towards the end of the year when those motherfuckers, if they win, they don't have a, they don't have as much time as these people have on their hands to gloat. and oh, make they're going to say, oh, oh we fuck oh, j- uh, yes they're fuck yes. you up some basketball. Yes. Does, that doesn't fuck up the relationship. It, yes, they week. will. Oh, no. we, we already know. We already know that these guards and staff members have thin fucking skins and yeah. if they if they lose this shit and the constant constant you got your
0: ass whooped you got your ass whooped hey hey yes. hey remember that time because first of all there's two big problems and we're just gonna talk about this for a second before we get and, back, and back and on track like, like but, let a guard let a guard
3: pull up on somebody let me call Jackson Vayhu
0: they they <laughs> yeah no we'll we'll get to this in a second so then after uh after burr and morales shake hands um, McManus ends the lockdown, and as soon as that happens, Augustus goes straight to Burr like they're all good, like he didn't know what happened. Like he rolled up on him immediately, like, Hey, hey, like,
3: hey, hey oh, little nigga. <laughs> like,
0: but Burr like, knew what time it was and told him about himself, like, out the gate. Burr,
3: burr,
2: burr. Burr, burr, burr. Wait, wait a minute, man, wait, wait.
0: wait a I know it was you who tipped off to max. You betrayed me. Me who raised you like you was my own. If you was anybody else, you'd be dead now. But I'm gonna let you live. Live with the shame of what you've done. Only you and me is through. I understand what he thought he could do. Like, nigga, everybody knows you a snitch. When it
3: all when the when the when when the popo ran in and stopped everything, he looked dead at
0: Augustus. Mm-hmm. Like, and the only reason why you allow is because I know your daddy.
2: I know it was you, Fredo. No, he said like, because I'm basically your daddy. Yeah.
0: Which comes because he knew his daddy in the war, and now.
3: Uh, yeah, but there's 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 another piece to it.
0: Now he probably is his daddy, but Ken no, Men he, says no,
3: no, that's not it. But like, you know, he used to fuck moms.
0: Yeah, sounds about right. Kian Min says he's still going to kill Morales, though, because he made a promise and he's good for his word. And Supreme Allah is working with Morales and Chucky, and he pledged to kill Burr. And they say, how the fuck are you going to pull that off? He's highly protected. And Supreme Allah is like, I'm going to get Augustus to do it. <laughs> We've already seen what Augustus can do in a fight, good, sir. I wouldn't.
3: Yeah, and it was you
2: <laughs> that was <in> with Augustus in <laughs> the fight. But
3: also, he also knows that because of the connection between the two of them, he ain't going to stay away forever. And that, I think that's his play. His play is they 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 won't stay away from each other forever. At some point, Augustus is going to appeal to this dude.
0: And yeah, he, but he, when he tries the first time to talk to Augustus, Augustus says, take a walk, catch up. I had to make sure to take that note down because right. it catch pissed him, me off. Catch him, like no, no. he called him, he ketchup. Calls him ketchup. He, he says, "Take a ketchup. walk, take a walk, catch up." I made sure to write that shit down because it infuriated me absolutely. that somebody he thought calls- that was good shit.
3: He he absolutely calls him catch up, one hundred percent.
0: Take a walk, catch up. <laughs> I'm laughing now, but it's not funny. And, and
3: the, the writers' room has been a dumpster fire this season.
0: Yeah. So Supreme tells him, you know what, I'm sorry that I put you in the wheelchair and I'm sorry that I put you in jail. But them niggas don't fuck with you no more. And they don't fuck with me because I'm unfuckwittable. They tried to kill me twice and I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got your back, even if you call me ketchup, because my real name Supreme, Allah, not ketchup. The next thing that happens is that um, the colonel gets put into a room with Burr there. He's now rooming with him. And they find out they were both in Nam and they bond over that. And the colonel um, is told by Burr that Burr may have a seek and destroy mission for the colonel, which, of course, is Chucky and, and Morales. All roads lead back to Chucky and Morales for Burr. McManus decides to bring Eddie Kane back to M-City even though he stabbed him he said that's more the reason why I have to make the effort and now that was big of him this, like this it's- is
3: no this shit is the dumbest this is the dumbest shit ever like come on man this this dude has proven himself to not be trustworthy in any way shape or form
0: no he's just not trustworthy in the stabbery
3: He's not trustworthy when he was trying to get him to get off drugs and all of this other stuff. And he kept doing dumb shit and fucking tried to fuck up the the, 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 the the dude on TV and all this other shit. Like everything that he's done since he's been there. It's just been like, what the fuck, dude? And And even
0: after this, uh, he talks to Poet and Supreme Allah.
3: Was it? I, this? Missed this I, don't,
0: part. I don't remember who he was talking to other than Poet, but they say he let you back in the M-City? Yeah. And they're like, and because
3: um... McManus never says the condition.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: McManus never says the condition of letting him back. And they're like, he let you back in here? I was like, man, yeah. But I ain't, you know, the same old, like, man, but I ain't about the shit he talking about. And, and And then it was just over.
0: Oh, it was Tug. It was Tug. Uh, after, Mer- after him, after uh, Eddie came, and, and Mick- that said he can't him. do drugs. Uh,
2: they, they never,
3: but That's Eddie, what McManus he said to Gloria, who, yeah. that he
0: was going to put him in drug diversion.
2: McManus feels bad
0: for him. And then McManus goes to Eddie and says, We have to go over some ground rules. And. Yeah. So maybe one of the things was he has to watch over what Poet and Tug are doing because he comes out there and he's talking real slick. But we never really do get it set in stone with between uh, Omar. Okay, fine. I'll call him Omar and McManus, what the ground rules are like. He never tells him while we're there. So for all we know, it is a situation where uh, he's going to be a snitch better than Alvarez was who's now in the hole.
3: Yeah, Alvarez was the worst snitch.
0: Yeah. And the next thing that happens is that Hughes is punching a punching bag and looking square at you. And Hughes gets political, and he's like, what's your name? And he's like, my name this is Jude." shit Ude. is
2: so fucking stupid. Everything that happened with this man this episode is stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, I told you, when
3: he got sent away... I, and y'all was just like, "This shit is dumb." Trying to shoot the governor and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, "Yo, just wait." I've said this on multiple occasions. Just wait; it gets far worse.
0: And Hughes gets political and calls you a dumbass. Your name's not you, it's Dumbass. And so, uh, why is Mo he Basil, like this? Why, like, still, why is
2: he? Are they trying to insinuate he's on
3: drugs? Like, why is he it like this? It's still going to get worse so like hold off your questioning and all of this kind of shit because it's going to get worse far
0: worse and so uh he calls you the dumbass, and mo basil says you know what just leave the fuckwad alone first time i've heard him cuss like that calling somebody a fuckwad and apparently fuckwad is a problem for uh hughes mo basil goes to see his wife and he tells and she tells him This motherfucker tells him, as they're sitting in jail, looking each other in the eyes, she tells him, come home.
3: Where the fuck? How the fuck is he coming home?
0: (laughs) Come home. And he was like, I will in three years.
3: She's like, I can't wait three years.
0: And he was like, you got to. And also, at some point, we're going to be back together again, and then we're going to laugh and forget. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna forget that you were in jail for killing another cop and getting a high on heroin? And you were a fucking
3: cop. How do I forget that you were a cop and you did all this?
0: And so he also says, um, can, can you can let me see my boy? Next time you come, I'm ready to see my boy. And that's when I knew this nigga was gonna die. And so what happens next is that Hughes gets a book and slides. A doorstop under Clara's door because Claire is the uh, acting police officer for the cop unit.
2: She, she in, in there having a, a phone sex.
0: She in there having a talk and not giving a fuck or paying attention to anything. And so Hughes goes past you and goes straight to Mo Basil and says, "Hey, what's your son going to do without a father?" And then for some fucking reason, he shanks Basil. He shanks Mobe, and this is how this motherfucker dies after all that shit. This is how he dies so he can make it over the over to the wire or over now, to the corner.
3: My thing is the, the my biggest problem with this is the whole time Hughes has had a problem with the other guy. Mm-hmm. And then this one time this dude calls you a fuckwad, wide, he gotta go. This exactly. makes no fucking sense.
1: Exactly.
0: He said he had a plan last episode. He doesn't. And so he gets sent to solitary and Leo who never went to visit him when uh Mobe told him, Hey, you need to go check up on your boy. He's fucking up. You need to go check up on him. He never went to do that. But when Hughes gets sent to solitary, Leo's standing there at the end of the hall with his arms crossed and Hughes looks at him and just laughs like a fucking madman. And then really? stares at him. As he goes into the, into solitary.
3: He is gone, gone.
0: So
2: he's the Hotep Joker.
0: Mm-hmm. Is,
3: no, no, no. It gets worse. He is gone.
0: And so after that, uh, Floria walks into uh, Leo's office and Leo's drunk and drops a glass and Floria goes to clean it up and Leo's like, leave it. That'll remind me tomorrow of how drunk I was yeah, because he he, Basil told me that hughes was a was a troubled soul and and i didn't do anything because in all honesty there's nothing i could do which is the realest shit he's ever spoke he could have done something he could have done done something back when the motherfucker was fucking up as a co
3: no but like at 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 the time when 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 mo basil told him this like what was he gonna do then like it was i mean he was already in a special unit like what do you do like he he, had,
0: he did do something he fired that nigga because he went too far no he fired the nigga after the gun and then he only arrested him after he shot the governor he ain't never did shit yeah he literally he enabled stood, hughes stood, every step of the way he
3: stood behind him
0: the nigga dropped after. out of being the lieutenant governor for that motherfucker he enabled him every single step of the way. And then when it's all said and done, this is, I, I, I did nothing. And so, so later on, that's going to come back. Um, Beecher, however, at this point in time, Mrs. Keller. So Sister Pete tries to arrange a phone conversation between the two of them. And also we find out that Beecher didn't ruin his chance for parole by attacking the colonel because he goes to see his lawyer, Catherine, who still thinks she can get him out, and he promises to take her to dinner if she go- yeah, he if start, he goes free. He, start,
3: he starts trying to holler and then go, "I miss Keller. You get the fuck out of here. You were just trying to holler at a, You just trying to holler at your lawyer.
0: I mean, but it's okay for him to feel feelings that he's never felt before. He's by, so
3: yeah, but still, like you're talking about how much you miss Keller. But like, if you really miss Keller that much, then you wouldn't be trying to holler at this
2: lady.
0: I mean, because anyway, he's never gonna get with Keller. And plus, you got to remember that when he gets sad or when he gets despondent, the first thing he turns to is being a freak. Yeah. So this may be, it may not be going in that direction, but he's asking her some really personal questions that he even catches himself on. Like, I shouldn't be asking my lawyer these questions. He catches himself slipping back into that role. And then the
3: moment she says... I know everything there is about the every everything there is to know about you. It does, you know, what, what is it to me if you know a little bit about me? That was his, that was when he know he was like, oh, give me the green light. Exactly. And he goes, (laughs) he goes 100% through that, through that street. And it's like, okay, well, like you, okay, I guess you, you miss Keller, but like the moment you made the decision to, to cross that road hey what does keller mean at that point because at this point you don't think you're ever gonna see keller again no matter how much you miss him
0: well i mean he gets a chance to talk to keller on the phone and he tells him that he might get paroled and the first thing he's gonna do is come up to visit keller and keller's like fuck that don't do it pack your shit and run and live forget all life. about me
3: live your life dog i ain't hey, never hey. Oh, you're in a jukeboxing mood um I'm not done
0: yet. Hey, okay,
3: now I'm done. I thought I thought we we're not supposed to do Ti stuff
0: anymore. I wasn't. I was doing the Rihanna part.
3: Yeah, but that's a Ti song.
0: No, that's a Rihanna part.
3: Yeah, but that's but that's a Ti song.
0: But that's the Rihanna part.
3: We uh, we we can't pick and choose. I can. Okay, so 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 now so like. <laughs>
0: He got so you. like,
3: so like, if Jigalo comes on, you can only you can only do Nick Cannon's parts. Yes. Do you know Nick Cannon's parts?
0: No, I exactly. don't know Ti's parts either. <laughs> so that's why it works out. I don't know any of Ti's part. The only reason why I know um, Rihanna's part of that song is because it's the Maya he, Maya ha, Maya that that meme that took off back in the early two thousands, and that always gets stuck yeah, in my head.
3: The, the Numa dance.
0: Yeah. A numa, Anuma, yeah, new. You know in Germany they actually play that like it's a real song? Word. Man, Germany's a whole different beast, dude. Like, you gotta see it. But, um, Keller tells him not to visit him, to live his life and run, and then he fucking says, and I'm hanging up on you, and literally lets him talk to tone.
3: He lets that nigga talk, though. Boom.
0: Click. Also, um... Schillinger meets his granddaughter, Jewel, who, who <laughs> Rosen is like, hey, your daughter's grand, your, your granddaughter's name is Jewel, huh? Hope they don't nickname her Jew. <laughs> and they, but like, no, no,
3: and they, they did uh, fucking writer's room.
1: So while hey, he's- Hey, let's he, fit Master P
3: into this. No, 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 we ain't get to that part yet. Um, so like before he sees his grand This is the best part of the show. The, the fucking writing, the writer's room was just like have Schillinger grab a doll and put it down, and then realize that he put the white doll around the black doll, so he gets up and moves the fucking doll. Like
0: brilliant. Was that? that was the, the best thing. part of the show. That Are is brilliant writing. Movie? Hey, what? man. that's
2: exactly what some uh,
0: that's racism exactly what a racist would do even if nobody's around you still have to stick to your guns
2: uh why so first of all it's worse than just being racist There's a lot of versions of racism like racism is not you're racist or you're not like there's there are levels of racism a nazi would absolutely do that shit a nazi would absolutely be
0: like what am i doing <laughs> I gotta keep these white dolls separated.
2: But,
3: but, but then, but I mean, if you really think about it, he put the doll on top of the black dolls. So it was on top.
0: It was intermingled. It was interracial.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and that comes back to Biden says.
0: And so, I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. I literally laughed out loud when I saw that shit.
3: Somebody was like, more rappers. So he was
0: like, ur, ur. but then the next thing that happens is that hootie who Hoot comes in. Master P and Master P takes time out. We've never seen Master P in this show before. They've never given Master P a backstory, a backstory in this show. But apparently no, Master P's no, been in jail
3: no, it and been it,
0: around it, Schillinger's son and knows Schillinger and knows Schillinger's son and knows that Schillinger's son is Schillinger's son.
3: I don't think that I don't think we got the indication that he's been in there for a while. Like he's just like you just like, oh, yeah.
0: But you no, should... he has will have been in there at some point if he knows Schillinger.
3: I mean, if you're in Oz, you probably know who that guy is.
0: But to connect him back to Hank. Like they have to know of each other, like be in the same area somehow.
3: You think think Hank has never said that his father was in Oz?
0: No, I think that Hank, uh, when he ain't around his dad, he'll hang out as we can see with any color for the drugs, which I think (laughs) Schillinger was more insulted by than what he actually said to him, which was, yeah, Hank made his uh, wife a sex worker. And your daughter-in-law had a lot of black love. And so I'm shocked that baby's not light-skinned. Hootie who! Because she was bout it, bout it. She was a soldier. And she had who no who? limit.
3: Why do you keep going to hootie hoo instead of make them say uh?
2: Cause that was next. Every was night big, she made hootie who was big around this time. Make her say, and, uh, it was a few years earlier. Every
0: early. night they made her say, her say uh, hey. see, you didn't let me finish. Let's see.
2: Yeah, but Make that was say, a few years earlier. But maybe uh, is the bigger song, right? No, but Hootie Who was big around this point. Yeah, because this, this is, yeah, when, this is B- when he was
0: in it, WCW. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, is was was crap. <laughs> <laughs> Saying Hootie <laughs> Who. That was their whole thing. Him and Swole and the No Limit Soldiers and then the West Texas Rednecks who put out Rap is Crap and it actually charted in Texas. Oh, Brandon, remind me to buy you the death of WCW book. It is wonderful. Rap I have it on crack. two different copies. Huh?
2: Rap is crap.
0: Rap is crap. <laughs> Kurt Henning. Rest in peace, Mr. Perfect. So, um, yeah, Pastor Dylan says that he can have Sarah, the lady at his church, talk to Carrie and see if she has a pass. And Schillinger's like, I just need to know Jewel is really my blood. Um, And I can't wait for you, for her to come back and visit next week, because now it's just boiling in my head and in my heart. And so he talks to um, Robeson about it. And Robeson's like, yeah, uh, what you going to do about it? And Schillinger's like, either way it goes, whether she's my granddaughter or not, Master P is dead. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to stick him right between his banjo eyes. I've never heard that before never, in my life. Never. Never. I don't know who in the writer's room was like, this is that new racism. That was probably old racism. I'm about to look that shit up.
3: Banjo eyes.
0: Banjo eyes. I go, bet go you Banjo Kazooie pops up when I start typing this. Ban- yep. First thing, Banjo Kazooie. Banjo eyes. Meaning. Yes, let's do this. Banjo eyes are wide open eyes as from being startled or surprised similar to appearance in the round and white banjo body.
2: That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean Yeah, that makes sense. Look at all the look at all the caricatures of black people. Yeah, wide open white eyes.
3: But it still doesn't like that definition doesn't mean anything that has anything to do with black people. And other than like connecting it to the caricatures,
0: that's what it is for white supremacists. Like I said, it's levels to this racism. The banjo is a humble instrument, um, and it's come to be the butt of countless jokes and a symbol of our nation's racial history.
3: Yeah, that but also, also, the banjo was created in Africa, so
0: yeah, that's the
2: point. Yeah, black people it. down south sitting on the porch with a straw.
3: Playing they a appropriate they appropriated
0: banjos though. I've also seen the word banjo use as a verb meaning to beat or to hit, as in he banjoed that guy in the face. <laughs>
1: <go>.
0: <laughs> he banjoed that guy in the face. I'm sorry. That's funny. So, anyhow, he's gonna stab him right in his banjo eyes. And um, okay. Saeed next tells McManus and Leo about ropes and setting uh, Carl Jenkins on Saeed and Saeed tells him that if he could speak with Jenkins, he can get him to confess. And Leo tells him I'm a pass on that offer, which Saeed responds. Well, do what you always do, which is nothing. Which I think hit Leo because that's what he said happened between him and Hughes. He did nothing. He always does nothing, but I think that it hit differently when Saeed mentioned it to him like that, which is why I think that this whole thing was able to go down. Saeed and pastor Dylan talk. And he, he asked Jeremiah to go and talk to Carl on his behalf. And of course, pastor Dylan has a way and people always confess shit to him because last episode, he walked up to Timmy and was like, Timmy, did you beat that guy for changing the Catholicism or Catholicism? And Timmy was like, yep. And this week in confessing stuff to a white pastor who was also in jail with you, so you shouldn't be confessing stuff to him because he's actually probably a snitch. He talks to Carl and Carl confesses that Robeson was the cause of that Robeson uh, orchestrated the murder of Leroy.
2: It's the power of the Lord. I don't know what you do. Doubting it now. It's right there playing in your face
0: it is. Sure it is. So, the next thing that happens is that Robeson is now on the line for uh, Leroy's murder. However, Schillinger brought Carl a letter, uh, a big package, and said it's from the Brotherhood. And uh, he opens up the package, and it's a whole bunch of pictures of Black folks being hung, like bad pictures. Like, it's, it's not bad, like it's bad pictures. It is bad pictures. But the shit's blurred. And at the bottom of the at the bottom of the uh, package that he receives is a note that calls Carl a nigger lover. That was enough to make Carl hang himself.
2: Well, yeah. People turn your back on you. You you say it's time for me
0: to leave this place. I mean, that's what the light skinned dude Mershaw did. You're really about hatred and division. That was back when I was solitary good. Remember that? And then that? the
2: only people who back you are gone. Oh, maybe I don't need to be
0: here is what he said. And so Jeremiah is lifting weights alone in the gym. And I just want to p- point out that he's only lifting 15s. He was but doing he... incline. No, he wasn't. I'm looking at him right now. He's just lifting Inclined. 15s. And uh, Schillinger comes up and talks to him.
4: Brother?
0: You've been a comfort to me, Reverend, so I'm going to let you live. But don't you ever meddle in the affairs of the Brotherhood again. Right. And I will pour out mine indignation upon thee. I will blow against thee in the fire of my wrath and deliver thee into the hand of brutish men and skillful to destroy. And he's I will t- turn on you a furious anger.
3: And all I was, wi- I was waiting for, and you will know my name is the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just the only partner that he would visit.
0: I mean, when he was talking, I was sitting there like, okay, we, we doing this. Like he's, going, he's gonna, he's, he's going, going f- right
3: there. I need you to go all the way there.
0: You're going full on. You, you Okay. Okay. Now say it, say it. Shit, Negro, that's all you had to say. That's all he had to say, and I would have been real happy, but he didn't. He just quoted that Bible verse and walked off with the guy who was wearing a shirt that said, Welcome to America, Now speak English.
3: And you will know, my name is the Lord. And that's all I wanted for, I I wanted that line, I'm sorry. I I did too,
0: I I did too. I was like, this sounds a lot close to that, so just give me what I'm looking for. Um... But as that happens, we find out that Carl killed himself. So Robeson will probably go free. And Ryan, who discovered uh, Carl because he was delivering um, Carl's food to him, uh, says, well, I guess he doesn't need these chicken nuggets. And he eats the chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets.
2: They're probably good. They probably like the chicken nuggets from Catholic school, which were Man,
0: good. the chicken nuggets at school were probably the best thing they had. But then they had that busted ass uh, barbecue sauce to go with it. In the chicken patty. Good now, that's
2: why
3: you take the barbecue sauce and you mix it with the ketchup. You don't just have the barbecue sauce straight.
0: Their barbecue sauce was way too thick, which is why when I make my barbecue sauce for consistently good, we mix a little bit of that. You know, you know how we do a scar. You know how Virginia does their barbecue sauce with a little bit of that vinegar. So it's, you know, it got that nice tang to it.
3: That's yeah. a little bit, that's a little bit more of uh North Carolina to be
0: honest. No, it's not a straight uh mop sauce, it's just you know, we put a little bit in there to to cut the sweetness and, and make Virginia's it a little not
2: big. known for any food. Don't give them any credit. Damn.
0: That, I mean, not, he said all y'all known as far as Magoo.
3: I mean, I don't I mean, we, we pretty much shaped your sonic landscape, but um
2: Science. <laughs> I don't
3: I don't know about food. I sh- I can't think of a food that's uniquely us.
0: Mm-hmm. See? Um uh, Maryland's got blue they, crabs. all got crabs. On, they piggyback on Maryland seafood. Oh right, because y'all are right there side by side, and yeah, yeah y'all got that rivalry. Yeah.
3: yeah, we gave them niggas DC, and like, do you see how they did us?
2: Yeah, and Maryland crabs. don't got DC. DC on his own.
3: Yeah, but like, nah, but like, all all the DC niggas claim Maryland. They don't claim. They don't claim Virginia. No,
2: they even they though claim all
3: the mix, all the, in all of D.C. all of DC niggas live in Virginia. But
2: they no, claim, they claim DC. D.C. If you're from D.C., you don't say I'm from Maryland or Virginia. They you say, say from, you're from
0: Northeast and start killing people.
2: But all the niggas who work in D.C. live in Virginia.
0: <laughs> yeah, but all the people who work in D.C. are like government workers. They're not the folks from D.C. Because them niggas from D.C., them niggas from Southeast and and, and ugh, ugh, McPherson Square. Oh, God. I remember I saw somebody wiping their ass and just dumping it into the, the fountain in McPherson Square. They just couldn't hold it anymore. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a homeless person. It was just a state worker, I guess, who just couldn't hold it anymore. And so they were just shitting in McPherson Square's fountain. Ugh. Oh, God. D.C. niggas. Return to Oswald. We'll be back after this brief break.
1: Are you into top 10 lists? What about pop culture? Or maybe you're just a nerd like us. We've got a show for you, loser. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. We're the hosts of the Tennis Podcast, a comedy and edutainment podcast covering a new top 10 list every week, including fun facts and trivia. We've covered lists such as the top 10 most popular 90s songs on Spotify. The deadliest animals. The worst U.S. presidents. the Leading causes of death. The best-selling video game franchises. The most common murder methods. Okay, are you going to give one that isn't about death? The deadliest jobs in america <sighs> listen to these and countless other top 10 lists every wednesday at tennishpod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts top horror villains by their kill count i think we're done here if you listen to this podcast there's a good chance to see you will die we are the Tenish podcast that's one zero ish bye hello kiddies welcome today from the
2: crypt. <laughs> Hello, boys and ghouls. Welcome to Dads from the Crypt, a weekly podcast where three dads who love horror movies review the Tales from the Crypt TV series and movies. My name is Jason. I'll be joined by fellow dads Jody and Mondo. Join us as we dive into the plot, talent, and source comics. Of the iconic HBO series. There will also be music recommendations, trivia, and dad advice. Look for the Dads from the Crypt podcast on your favorite podcast app starting on Father's Day. And follow us on our Facebook group, Twitter at CryptDads, and Instagram at Dads from the Crypt.
4: Follow Dads from the Crypt, or I will follow you
1: to the grave. <laughs> hi this is tony the host of the Flix x Ray podcast each week i am joined by guests Ow. hello yo why hello there hello hey hello hello and we have a roundtable discussion where we dig deep and x-ray a bunch of our favorite films and some really terrible ones too we really like to go back and take a look at films that may be forgotten maybe in the past and still lovable films if you want, you can follow us on all the major platforms, iTunes, Google, Stitcher. If you want to find out more, you can find us online at www.flixxray.com. And you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram if you want to reach out to us. Good night, Internet.
3: We're not supposed to talk about that.
1: Do not even let those words come out of your mouth. We're not supposed to talk about that.
0: Do not go there. Don't to say anything about it. Hush no. Naughty. We just Shh. don't need to talk about this right now. Be quiet. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about That's that. That's really
2: taboo.
1: Don't talk about it. You shouldn't talk about that. Don't talk about that. You aren't supposed to talk. We can't talk about that in this house. You shouldn't talk about that. Can we talk about this? we are going to talk about this welcome to taboos a podcast that discusses taboo culture we're your hosts celeste and Allie. join us in the exploration of all things society deems as stigmas controversial hush-hush fringe factor or eyebrow raising
0: from pole dancing to politics and everything in between grab a drink and discuss with us
1: and as always do you be taboos (laughs)
0: Hey, y'all. This is Derek. We want to thank y'all so, so much for taking time out to listen to this show. What we'd like for you to do right now, wherever you're at, is screenshot your phone, iPad, or whatever you're listening to the show on, and send it to us on Twitter at return to Oswald. We'll retweet it to everybody and show that you're a part of the family. Also, if you'll be so kind as to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast at, and subscribe and follow, we'll greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much, and back to the show. So, uh, the next thing that happens is that McManus sees Rick Fox minding his own damn business in the gym and decides to counsel this nigga about what's wrong with his shot. And then says, and then McManus says, you need to follow through on your shot. And McManus takes one shot and makes it and says, look, see?
1: Your shot's off. I'm not my shot. No, it's
4: off. There's no follow through. Give me the ball back. Watch. See? That's follow through. That's follow through. Yeah, come to think of it. Your jump shot was pretty erratic before you got to us. Erratic, my ass. See that last game I played?
2: Shit, I busted the Bulls for 55. Yeah, if I remember right, your team lost that night. Well, I had no supporting cast.
0: Shout out to Billy Ho, the Billy Ho argument. Black folks would rather look good and lose than look bad and win. That's this conversation.
4: It seemed to me that you were being too selfish.
1: You and every other come to the game, live your dreams for me, motherfuckers. Hey. I played. I mean, I didn't have your gifts, but uh, my team's won. White boys' city league? That ain't exactly the NBA. Hey, winning's winning. You either know how to win or you don't. It's just in a guy. So, so you're saying if you and I play, you beat me? Under the right
2: circumstances, ball bounces the right way. Who knows? No circumstances are you beating me. Should I spot you nine in a game to 10? i beat you 10-9 every time. I keep the sorriest motherfucker in this prison. You take the best, and I still clown your broke-down, pushing-50 junkyard ass. Well, let's do it. Do what? You take the worst inmate. I'll find the best CO. Play a little two-on-two. You serious? As I stand here. You're going to be pissed if I say no. I say no. Yeah? Fuck you. You think about
0: it, it's really fuck you. Why is this happening? Y'all but don't see scar. This. Don't say it's because they're out of ideas. We know that. Let's talk within the framework of the world so of Oz.
3: He wanted, I think it's obvious that he wanted to. He wanted to. He wanted to get him back into M City. He wanted to get him back, M-City and, get him back in M City. Yes, wa- but he wanted to make him earn it the, the fucking McManus way. He wanted to make him earn it.
0: And I, and and the crazy thing, not the crazy thing about it. The thing about it is with Omar, yes, Omar deserves or needs McManus's forgiveness. And McManus needs to find a reason to bargain with him to get back into Emerald City. Bayhue didn't do a goddamn thing to get out of M-City except help Dobson. Remember?
3: Dobson.
0: Whatever. Yep,
3: that's the only thing you Cello do.
0: guy. All he did was walk him out of there, and he never came back. So for you to put this down as this, the way you can get back into Oz, the, or in the odds. That's not
2: what he was doing. What's he that's doing? exactly what he That's was not doing. what he was doing. Y'all what's are he, so blinded.
0: What's he doing? Tell me. What what open me doing up. Is Speak white to me.
2: He's trying to play to Jackson Veyhue's he, – like, he's trying to be like, hey, man, listen – I'm gonna challenge like like if you're like if you got a, like if you're a coach, right? You're a coach, you should you're a fucking coach, Rashani. You should know this shit. Yes, sometimes
0: and I know you I should gotta, not tell an NBA player what's wrong with no, their shot.
2: Sometimes you got to motivate people by fucking with them.
0: Uh, oh, so wanna, what you, you think, what, you what you think he was coach, Okay, so, practice. Even okay, so let me know. So here's what I'm hearing that you're saying they're doing. And let me know if I'm wrong. You think that he's noticed that Jackson's been in a funk and been using drugs, and so the only way to get him to return back to his usual form is to get him back into the game. Yes. By playing this two on two. Okay, I can see that. That's what he's
2: doing. (laughs) It was so obvious. Except for the
0: fact that you know, then he he goes out. He didn't want to go out
2: like a sucker, so he's trying to find the best person that he can play against the nigga,
0: but that's what he's doing. Okay. I can see that I will I will I will I mean even though they didn't say that we've had conversations before where we realize that sometimes you have to put your own spin on the story so you then know, it makes you don't sense have to
2: slap someone in the head for the story to be true that's what they were portraying it was to me it was obvious of course it was why obvious. else would he do it that's why he did it I mean they did it for because you know the story but that's why he did it in it, like it would be no other reason for him to do it. What he because he's actually mad at Jackson Vayu and he wants to embarrass him in front of his his peers. That doesn't make any sense. On no, the it's character, like, it's as simple as as simple as uh
3: he wanted to let Jackson back in the M City because you know he he's a star fucker, so he know he want he wants that star power back in the M City. He
2: could have just put him back him in M City, but he wants. That's to what I'm hurt. saying. <laughs> he wants to this make it more hurt. than that. Either he supposed to make him earn it. Like he was just like, "Oh yeah, I'll play you for it." Yes, you're you're playing to his his inst his hubris, like uh, his I'm ego, a like his ego. Like I'm gonna play to him, like for that. Like he's trying to get him back into his shit. Give him something to look forward to, and fucking, you're in fucking prison. Give him something to look forward to. He gets to put on the show in front of people and people root for him again.
3: I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this way of thinking. I'm sorry.
2: Because you hate McManus. We
3: I know hate, I don't hate McManus but this whole storyline is fucking stupid It is well, stupid yeah, and I'm that's why sure I was
0: saying mean. within the that's why I was saying within the framework of Oz because if we look at it from the whole storyline yeah it's dumb and but it's- if we try and figure out what he was trying to do in this, that's what we do. I wanted to analyze what his deeper meaning it's, was behind coming through and telling this NBA player, you ain't got no jumper. And the it's character
3: McManus would do that shit. It's very, it's very Tyler Perry to me. Like this dude was out because he got stabbed up. And then he comes back and he wants to fix everyone's problems. It's just like, dog, just enjoy your first fucking day back, bro.
0: Well, I mean, as a coach, when I'm gone for like three days, I do want to come back in and be like, all right, let me save the world, just so y'all remember who I am. He ain't
3: nobody coach. He's not even a life coach.
1: Yeah, but I mean,
0: just so so then you can remember who I am, you know, because as soon as he gets back, the first thing he does is tries to set up a truce,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, so he's really coming. The next thing he does is he goes and sees Omar. He's really trying to – put his stamp back on. Like he's been gone for like three years, but nigga, you've been gone for 10 days. And
2: this is what his character has been doing since the beginning of the show. None of this is out of the, uh, the one thing I can say is none of this is out of
0: ordinary, uh, out of character for
2: McManus. Yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, he tries to get um, Leo to run with them. Cause you know, Leo's black and actually initially He talks with Leo and he's like, I need you to approve this, this uh, one on this two on two tournament. And Leo's like, who's going to get to come? And McManus was like, well, we'll just have people in there who have good behavior. And Claire's like, you remember what happened the last time we had a, a sports event in Oz, right? Hamid Khan like died.
3: Precisely <laughs> all of this. I this is the one like I said, this is one time I'm on her side. If it was mixed teams, if it was mixed teams, I could probably run with this. But faculty versus cons, no, this is a terrible idea. If it was mixed teams, I could probably be okay with this. But no, this is a terrible fucking
2: idea. Go wrong.
4: And that's what you said about the boxing, and Hamid Khan died. Basketball is in boxing.
2: I'm more concerned with crowd control.
0: Because he said nothing's going to go wrong, and she's like, that's what you said about boxing. So you can't really control what happens when you step on the court. But nothing went
2: wrong with boxing, except a nigga got hit too hard and he fucking died. That can happen in boxing. I mean, that's
0: that's enough,
2: right? (laughs) But that's not
0: what what they're referring to. You know what? It, You know what, though? You know what this reminds me of? They never followed through with uh with um Miss Barksdale suing the jail for Khan's death.
2: So well, they just let it go. Well, this is like
0: saying you
2: shouldn't go to the Olympics. Look what happened to Paul George. Like, no, that can fucking well they did
0: change all the rules of the NBA after like that he can, went to the that Olympics. That can fucking
2: happen. Like you do that shit, that can fucking happen. You play a sport. If you box, that can fucking happen. And we find out that cyril has got fucking hands of steel. So, like, they weren't yeah, supposed to know he, that. Yeah, Here's he, my thing with this is how I can answer this question for you all very simply. I didn't have a question. No, this you asked this question earlier. Oh, and, I'm, and then you said we're going to table it when we get to this part of the show.
0: I, oh, yeah. Very, what was it? Because I forgot. It's a very simple answer. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't even know what I was going to ask because I was going to say something that's very. It's not even like a very simple answer. But please go ahead.
2: This is, a, this is a very simple, this is very easy to explain. Like, these are the things y'all, y'all had some problems with to this episode were to me, the things that actually made sense. Um, McManus is right because y'all are like, well, they're going to boast and brag and then that means the COs are going to get mad and start fucking with the inmates. Um, I've been watching Oz for four, almost five seasons now. When have they ever not fucked with the inmates or done fuck shit for whatever fucking reason they want to? So if it's not the basketball game, it'll be something else that they want to fuck with him for. Claire was fucking with O'Reilly because she wanted to fuck O'Reilly. And then when she didn't want to fuck O'Reilly anymore, she stopped. Like, they beat the shit out of the inmates when they want to. They they give them drugs. They help them when they want to. There's no rhyme or reason for them to do anything except because they want to and because they can. So this ain't going to make any fucking difference. This is like when you tell someone, oh, man, don't do that. Like, the cops are going to get mad. The cops the cops will get mad no matter what you do. If you get out the car and you comply or you don't comply, if they want to get mad that day, they're going to get mad that day. And that's the same thing with the, with the hacks. If they want to get mad that day, they're going to get
0: mad. Okay, so here's what I was uh, going to ask about, because what happens is that McManus uh, finds a – he tries to get Murphy – to uh, play with them. And Murphy's like, nah, you're going to make us look bad. And you should really rethink this because it's not a good idea.
3: And Murphy was just like, bruh, I played in high school. You know how long high school was?
0: You know how long it was for either one of us since we played ball, fam? Like, you want to go up against Jackson fucking Vague? But, uh,
4: yeah, I don't think so. Hey, you're my guy. I need you. Tim. Look, I, I really think you should call this game off. What? This is bad for us, man. I mean, it ain't just you out there. All of us hacks are gonna take a tremendous amount of shit when you
3: lose. Well, exactly. We might
4: win. You're not gonna win. You're gonna get your ass kicked.
1: Look, if I can get the space to get my shot off, I can score. And you used to be all-state in high school. That was 20 years ago, and you just get out of a fucking hospital. I'm not playing. Oh, fine. Go fuck yourself. Jesus Tim you know you could be such
2: an asshole
1: sometimes. What's the matter Jimmy oh, can't find Tim-
2: anybody to throw the ball to The inmates gonna give a shit For
3: losing oh. I told you they had thin skins from the beginning You know
2: this So
3: what And that's this is just gonna make shit worse It's not
2: gonna make it any worse
3: Oh yes it is They're so we- gonna
2: write it for it to be any worse But the idea in reality would not make it any worse the, oh. the, fucking, the fucking COs were already horrific on this show. Horrific. Yeah. Raping, pillaging, giving drugs, being white supremacists, handing guns to inmates. Like, can, Do you want to go down the list of all the fuck shit COs have done so far in this show?
0: No. So um, <laughs> the thing that I wanted to point out is that so the mole, who's never played ball before, ends up being Jackson's partner because he said, I'll take the worst player there and I'll beat your ass. So the mole becomes his partner. Tim finds another random CO who really looks like Matt Harpering and um, is just shooting around inside the gym um, and tells Tim and doing reverse dunks a lot um, and tells Tim, well, I used to go to a JUCO and then I went to the University of Iowa, but I got kicked out because I was scalping tickets. But as he's dunking and doing all those shots and everything and doing the reverse dunks, that's when I noticed those rims got lowered to Master P levels in the Make Them Say Um video.
3: Exactly.
2: Yeah, this in every
0: movie, we saw this in Above the Rim. Yeah, but why you have an NBA player?
2: Because the rest of them niggas is not in the NBA.
0: Exactly. It should have been evident, but instead, because they had they wanted to make it look close, they had the game actually. And and I thought they were playing the best of three, in they twenty are. minute games, and then um, but they only showed one game, one big ass game. And they backed up off of the mole because the mole didn't even know how to pass the ball at the beginning of the game. But at the end of the game, it looked like Jackson, who didn't shoot in a, a three-pointer the entire game, all he did was yam on McManus. Because that's
2: what you do when you six nine. Yeah. He no, he six, just seven, yam- however tall Rick Fox
0: is. Six seven. He just on McManus over and over again while make him say uh oh, played in the background. And then for the very last shot, I thought. Veihu was telling the mold to throw it up for him for an alley oop.
3: Me too.
0: But the mold throws a one-handed shot that goes in, and they win by like three points. Which I was
3: like, no, they didn't win by three points. That 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 score was a that score was not a three-point score.
0: Let me check. I'm, I'm yeah, only one by one point. Something like that. Yeah, it, it was, was twenty to nineteen,
2: and then he hit that shot. You sure? Yeah, it was twenty to nineteen, and he hit that shot. I want you to be positive. I'm positive.
0: I'ma go look. Please do. Because um, I mean, it was it just didn't seem like it should have been a close game the way that he was just yamming on people and still in the no, ball. No, then they start showing thing.
2: the I don't white think
3: dude. it was I don't think it was close at the end, but I could the, be wrong. The white dude
2: started hitting jumpers.
0: Yeah, Matt Harping started hitting jumpers and whatnot. And Okay, so I'm watching y'all talk.
2: It's 2019. I don't know why you're watching it. Because I have to. I know what the fucking score was.
0: He literally points up, like, give me the alley-oop, and he throws that, and it goes all the way across the court and goes in. The three-point line was also dreadfully close. One second. One second final score was 30 to 56.
3: <laughs> exactly. It wasn't a close game. Was a, I tried to it tell was you, 20 to no, 19 at that point. It, no, but I'm saying with the, the when he made that shot, that was at the end of the that game. That was the that buzzer the
0: beater. Game. That's why I thought that it was a buzzer beater.
3: No, 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 no. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was not a close <laughs> game at all. No. <laughs> That's
3: what I kept saying. Y'all sure about this? It was close at first. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rick Fox made them niggas look stupid. <laughs> And then the mole, the mole uh, turned into Steph Curry real quick. Man,
2: mm-hmm. that was great for the mole. A good moment for the inmates.
0: Yeah. And they sang, nah, 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 Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. That 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 probably got under the CO's skin. But it didn't get under McManus' skin because he doesn't deal with the inmates. And that's another thing. McManus has been told over and over again, you don't know what we go through. They don't go through shit. All we see is them fucking with them. But then, I don't know, like at first they were saying, you know, you weren't ever a CO. You just got this job. But then, you know, McManus started getting stabbed like every two weeks. (laughs) So I think they stopped saying that shit to him.
3: (laughs) You do know what it's like i'm sorry tim
0: (laughs) i didn't until you got stabbed five times i didn't know you wanted to be an ally um so the next thing that happens is that moses uh decides that he wants to die by lethal injection but he gets to meet his first organ donor jiffy karis i thought that it was going to be uh ll cool j again
3: (laughs) and and i was like yo is that titus andromeda like (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but um
3: uh he looked he looked like titus when he walked in the dump
0: jiffy is blind but will get his sight back due to moses corneas um and he's talking about how his kids will sing his praises and he tells him i've only been blind for like two years you know it hasn't been that long cataracts uh but your corneas corneas will save me and um uh, moses is telling Said and um Leo about how good it felt to get to see Jiffy. And they're like, well, you're going to Benchley Memorial right now, so then they can ensure that you're good for everything else. And Sa'id is like, well, while you're there, you're also going to meet somebody who's getting your heart donated to them. And Moses says, I feel like a hero. I feel like a superhero right now. And everybody's real happy, and it's a really good moment. And then... (laughs) On the way to Bench Memorial, that nigga tries to escape and jumps out the back of a moving van and I guess the best way to say it is he doesn't make it because they announced on the news later on that day that he died in an attempted escape.
3: But well, see, here's the thing, though. My man's noticed When he said when he said goodbye, he said so long. Like I ain't gonna see you again. Like
0: yeah, Arif called that one.
3: Yeah, Arif called the fuck out of that one. Was just like he said that. Like he ain't gonna see you no more. I thought he was just going there to get checked out, and he coming back.
0: So, do you think he was committing suicide, or was he trying to escape? Both. Both. I don't think he planned it out very well. No, I mean, what was there? Also, why the fuck was the van door unlocked? Inmate, inmate. Yeah, that's him. Why? Why was why, why weren't we locking the doors? I don't need no dog. I mean, it wasn't like they had just gotten back on the road or something. They were going at a pretty high speed when all of a sudden he was like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" and jumped out the back <laughs> of the fucking van. So why I? thought they locked up that shit hella tight so inmates couldn't escape that easily. Whoever drove that van should be reprimanded. It was probably Hughes. The next thing that happens is we meet Pagoric Connolly, who was arrested on 228.01 of illegal entry into the United States, and he's being held into his deportation. He wasn't really convicted of anything. It's just a legal entry.
3: Yo, this nigga is the most uninteresting motherfucker there.
0: I was about to say, so of course he goes to Oz and he goes to M-City where all the people who aren't officially inmates in Oz go to die.
3: Because <laughs> and because McManus walked in and lobbied for this motherfucker. I told you he a star fucker. And like he wants all of the people with a name to be in M-City.
0: He was like, he's with the IRA. I, wanna, I want him with us. And Leo was like, so you could talk to a terrorist? And he was like, yeah.
3: And he doomed that motherfucker for failure right there.
0: And so McManus uh, tells Connolly that he should be getting out on bail, and Connolly says that's good news. And Ryan, who's you know Irish, goes to talk to him, and Connolly says, "I have no need for you, and I have no need for your friendship. I'm not going to be here long enough to need it." Um, and Ryan's his, like, "Yo, Will you
3: Smith on him he, As soon as he walked in the door, back up, back up. I said, back up. Mind you your, your business."
0: business Mind your business.
3: That's basically what he said.
0: So Ryan tried to tell him, look, man, you better look at me when we're talking. So then all the folks who are looking at you through this fucking glass room can see that at least we're in the same accord because here in this jail, you need to be with your own kind. And he was like, I don't have a kind because you're Irish. You think we're the same kind? Yeah, Mm. I got green going through my blood. And Connolly was like, yeah, I I don't see it.
3: And then he also mentioned that the thing that they said that he did didn't actually happen
0: yep he they was like well let's see if you really like me if if you really if, if if you still like me after i tell you that i didn't do what they said i did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But wasn't so do you
0: believe him? him i don't know i mean i mean
3: I mean, when we I mean, you think about it, like all those motherfuckers, all those like American soldiers and shit like that that joined the Taliban and all this other shit, like, I, you know what I mean? You say, like, look like he was executed. Okay, sure. I think he just wanted to be down with the team and they made it look like that.
4: Huh? In a doorway. No, but I just stop, can- stop we- back. All right. I like that pork. You're a soldier. You're cautious. This is good. How do you know my name? Ah, oh, on the TV, past couple of days, nothing but you and the IRA executing that British Miami commando officer fuck thing. That was on the telly that we executed Captain Harley? Yeah. That's not what happened. Well, hey, it doesn't matter what happened. That's what the guys in here think happened. And believe me, that's a good one for the both of us. Mr. O'Reilly, I have no need for what you're selling. You know, Borg, you're starting to piss me off. So I'm just going to say this once. You best start treating us like a north of Ireland because in here you walk, talk, sleep, work, eat, shit, and drink with your own kind. You fucking understand me? Because your name's O'Reilly, you're one of my kind. We got the same color green running through our veins, bro. If that were true, it wouldn't matter to you. What would matter? There was no execution. You should be looking at me. We're being watched. Watched? I walk out of here and on body language alone, everyone's going to know what's what between the two of us. I won't be here long enough to need your friendship, so have a good walk.
0: But it turns out he will be. My thing thing
3: was this, it was real real simple. Like, um, you in prison dog like regardless of you're not in any protective custody or no shit like that you in regular ass prison yes yeah, in city but you're still in prison so you might want to try to make at least one friend
0: just just you know for a week you and me and my brother obvious he didn't watching
2: the, <laughs> watch the show obviously because you know you don't you don't cross uh, Ryan
0: O'Reilly so at all gonna happen to you. and that nigga said look at me when I'm talking to you basically don't have to get back at me, sucker. So, so gonna happen. So the next thing that happens is that Connolly is in the gym lifting weights, and uh, Timmy Kirk and Jim Burns. <laughs> Jim Burns. My name's Jim Burns.
3: <laughs> I be the police sergeant with his own club. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: they invite Connolly
0: to Bible study, and they tell him either he goes or Timmy and Jim say they're gonna beat him up. So Connolly beats up Timmy. It was about no, to beat up said, Jim. Too. No, they didn't
3: say they were gonna beat him up. They were gonna beat the they were gonna beat the, the the Catholic out of him.
0: And they tried, but then he beats them both up. And when when McManus comes in and offers to put him in protective custody, he's like, I don't need it. We were boxing. Yeah. And Timmy got beat so bad that he was had to say, Yeah, we were boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I didn't lose. We sure. were boxing. Yeah, we were boxing. You know what and he what caught me with a surprise laugh. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So after that, uh, the justice he finds out from his lawyer that the Justice Department told the court not to allow bail. So now he's going to be in M City for a long time. And Ryan's talking to his mom and finds out that Cyril's his half brother. I don't know why I don't care about that. I just don't.
3: Yeah, I mean, especially because they look exactly alike
0: right it, it so, just
3: doesn't seem it just it don't it just don't seem right
0: so cyril is still in the gym practicing boxing and um ken min comes in and starts doing handstands and stuff like that and cyril's like i want to learn how to do that and ryan's like no you don't and cyril turns around to ryan and ryan remembers that cyril can knock him the fuck out so he allows it and uh Cyril tells Kim Min, I want to learn how to do martial arts. And Kim Min's like, it's easy, just do this. And he puts him in a leg roll. Honestly, the next step might have been him showing him how to do it. Like that might have been. We never know because Ryan gets mad and Kim Min automatically roundhouse kicks Ryan in the fucking face.
3: Yep. He gives him the swiftest roundhouse.
0: Man. Dragon, <laughs> dragon seeks his, ta- his path. Dragon whips his tail. <laughs> that was it. And so uh Cyril is like, you hit my brother, and hit Ken Men with a mean ass uppercut. I mean, it was like a guile from Street Fighter type uppercut. (laughs) And hit him so hard that did he hit his head on a weight or something? No, he wasn't. No, he was was just down and went into a coma.
3: Yeah, his shit was bleeding like a motherfucker.
0: So um once again, the conversation to put Cyril into the institute, the uh, mental health institute, are on. And Sister Pete decides that instead they just put Cyril in PC and have Ryan get regular visits with him. And so Ryan is, or uh, Cyril is like snotting and crying and all that because he doesn't want to go. Um, but, you know, they're walking and. But
3: it's like, yo, you keep fucking people up and you keep going off. What do you think is going to happen, bro? Nothing. I get it. I get it. You're not right. You're not right. You know what I mean? Like, you're not right. But, like, what did you think was going to happen here?
0: Nothing. Nothing at all. You know, he was just going to keep on living his life. And so, Ryan walks Cyril um, past all the brothers and is uh, getting ready to Wait, when the fuck did he get out? Chico's out of jail. Um, Are Chico's out of the hospital? He's out of, out out of, of nowhere. Hospital. Chico's remember, out of the hospital.
3: Remember when that dude that got stabbed up by Alvarez? Yeah, over the Chico fruit was, basket. He, but he, he said that Chico was almost out.
0: Oh, but he didn't know when. So uh, Chico and Morales are in, the, in on the stairway and they walk past Ryan and they're like, hey, you eliminated Gia. I owe you. And a overhears this and just immediately leaps to an assumption that Ryan did that to, to Kim in on purpose. So he goes and tosses side and he's like, every time I look at this guy, my blood boils. When are we going to start busting deceptive chops? <laughs> and, uh, Saeed's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I know that, um, Ryan, uh, killed Patrick Keenan. And I'm going to tell the authorities because I feel like Ryan doesn't feel bad about it because he also just tried to kill Ken Men, which Ryan didn't have nothing to do with it. Said tells him, be careful, because if he doesn't, they will kill him. And so um, he goes and tells Leo and Leo tells Ryan that if he finds any corroborating information that he killed Keller, that Ryan will be on death row. So Ryan goes to Gloria and gets her behind closed doors and they look like they're about to kiss and they get real close to each other and they're real close and they're real close. And then Ryan's like, hey, I need you to do something for me and I want to give you time to think about it. Break me and Cyril out of prison.
3: Man, nigga, no.
0: Right. That I'm should already have been an easy to, ass I'm answer.
3: A, I'm already about to lose my license.
0: And, she, and he said that to her too. And you, you're about to lose your license. So just break us out. That's right. You love I, me, don't I, you where the connection at? I just wanted to kiss you in a in an empty room. Do you love me, I or do, do you, it all the time? You bullshitting?
2: Do you love me or are you bullshitting? Keithy, that's what I
0: want to know. Do you love me?
3: Not enough for me to end up and not from not enough for me to end up in fucking Parker Women's.
0: Probably <laughs> end up in Oz. <laughs> but that's the end of the episode. The winner of this episode to me was Beecher.
2: I would say that, but I don't think he's going to get out, so I don't want to get
0: my hopes I up. don't think he's going to get out either, but he got the Mac on a girl and see that, this, that his game still worked.
2: Yeah. The winner is Jackson Vehu. Uh, he got wrong. everybody on his side rooting for him, and he's back backing eyes.
3: And he busted them niggas' ass,
2: son. He got to play
3: basketball. Like he's, they scored 50-something points in, the 20, in a 20-minute game. No, he
0: scored like 53 points. Yeah, that's me, yeah. fucking role model.
3: Exactly. He he scored all those points. He the only only he only made one basket, though. So all the rest of those fifty something points was all him.
0: That nigga came through like nigga. I'm the colonel of this motherfucking tank. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, just cover your face. That 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 the other the other CO from the University of Iowa. Started pulling up for Jays. You're absolutely right. And that only got them to like 23 points. He got his half plus. Yeah, because they
3: made it seem they made it seem like that dude started to hit after that first time out. Right. After that first timeout, they tried to make it seem like he was hitting. And then it was just like, no, y'all niggas still lost by 30.
0: Nigga, do you realize I'm six seven? It takes me one step to get to half court. Pull up <laughs> right. And I looked up the um the the, the dude
3: who was playing, wasn't the Officer. Uh, heartbring brass brass day brass um he's only 6'2 oh yeah (laughs) he looked he looked taller (laughs) next to McManus, of course but like (laughs) his arms are too short to box with the god on this shit dog
0: right and he was pulling up just uh rick fox was like you know what i'm gonna take it easy on y'all i'm just gonna take a slam to the basket um i gotta stay in shape i gotta fight doug christie next season
3: He scored 53 points in a 20-minute game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then still got to go back to Emerald City where he gets to help somebody kill Augustus. No, just me? All right, fine. So we got a review. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all see how I just walked past that. Like, yeah. okay, nobody else wants to kill Augustus but me. Um, I don't, yes. I don't, I don't forget what niggas be doing. They they, they they sh- they shysty. We got a review from Gene.
3: I I can't say anything. I just want to say I can't say anything.
0: She or Gene, they said five stars. Uh this is the funniest podcast I have ever listened to. And I listen to That's a lot a of stretch. podcasts.
3: Nigga, shut nah, the fuck nah, up. No, nah, fuck that shit. I represent that. Right? Dude, oh, my, seriously? Oh, my mama mama. That's
0: a stretch. Dude. Oh,
3: my mama mama. Dude,
0: that's on the funniest, me.
3: You heard? Somebody's got to be
0: the funniest. Why can't it be us? Or Is it because you're not funny, Brandon? Is that what you're saying? You're not funny? <laughs> is that what you're saying?
2: I appreciate the five stars, but you don't got to stroke my dick. I can do that myself. And it will be faster,
0: but <laughs>
2: like, take the fucking compliment, fam. I
0: appreciate As the only it.
3: single one out of the three of us. The 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 views and comments by Brandon are only for motherfucking Brandon. I will understand. take
0: this compliment <laughs> for the team. Look, look, this is like the award for funniest podcast goes to Return to Oswald. <sighs> <laughs> Brandon is not able to accept this award, so Derek will accept Brandon's award on his motherfucking behalf.
3: Exactly.
0: First of all, giving honor to the god. <laughs>
3: also, members in France.
0: <laughs> the camptown ladies take this off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: singing
0: the Camp Town
3: Lady.
0: Doodah! <laughs> <laughs> that nigga put his bass into the doodah! <laughs> oh, God. I was thinking something more like, I get no kick from champagne. <laughs> I can't wait till we get the Blazing Saddles on Hindsight. Anyhow, Brandon, this is the funniest motherfucking podcast they have ever listened to. And they listen to a lot of goddamn podcasts, Brandon. They've been watching Oz on and off for several months, and we hit on every ridiculous plot line, bad writing and poor acting in such a way that makes them laugh out loud while listening at work or walking down the street. People probably think they're insane, but they don't care. Even if they don't remember the scenes that we're talking about, they still enjoy our commentary and riffing on each other. We're the best. Who? Who? We nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to rebut their statement, Brandon? Not rebut. Brandon probably stands outside on Halloween and tells kids about cavities.
3: Captain Semantics over here. I would not like to rebut, but let's revise. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's let's discuss what they (laughs) said line by line. That's right. So um, you can hit Brandon up on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That's be okay. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. The show's on Twitter at Return to Oswald, and I'm on Twitter at Rashani.
3: Um,
0: you can leave a review on Podchaser. cool thing about leaving a review on Podchaser is actually leave a review for the show as a whole and also separate episodes, which is always nice. Uh, you can also leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and on stitcher just let us know where you left it at so we can go find it um you become a patreon member at patreon.com slash single simulcast uh you can buy us a coffee which isn't really going to buy us a coffee but it buys us books and movies for our other podcasts at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast um and if you're on I got money in the bank. I ain't got money in the bank. Otherwise, you know. And then. <laughs> so um, you can also go to Good Pods if you're on that app. And you can go to our tip jar. And you can tip us there. All money for uh, that is given to us will go right back into the show.
3: I noticed you avoided like very much the tip drill connection with the tip jar thing.
0: You know what? Because every time I say tip drill, I think about him running the credit card up that woman's ass. (laughs) And then I think about the fact that white folks don't take baths anymore. Like they will wash a glass, but they won't wash their ass. What does tip
2: drills got to do with that?
3: (laughs) Because it went up somebody's ass?
0: And it's not sanitary. That's the last thing I think about when I see
2: tip drill is white people not washing.
0: It is now. (laughs) <laughs> it very much is now. Oh, Man, they coming out the woodworks like wee! I only wash when I start smelling myself.
2: See, y'all anti-environment people. That's why that's why, why do you, change, what,
0: wait. Why are you reflecting that back to the environment people?
2: Wasting water, putting all types of chemicals on your body,
0: How often into do you the, take how often do you take a shower? Brandon running? running into the damn Brandon? sewage
2: system that goes back into the environment. Brandon. All your little fancy, Brandon. all your fancy cleaning products and your hair products. Brandon. I got to get my this, that. See, y'all don't Brandon.
0: care. How, how often are you taking a shower, Brandon? Y'all don't care
2: <laughs> about the environment. They all care I about the environment. That. There's a difference. Some of us, some people want to care about the environment. Some people want us to have a planet in 40 years. And some people want to wash three times a day with chemicals.
3: I'm gonna be dead in forty years. Let's be honest about this.
2: So it's a difference. It's a difference.
0: What about sunrise? But every every what time. What about rain?
3: Every time my daughter gets an attitude with me, I'm not as concerned about the world that I leave for her.
0: She can have what this shit. What about all the See? things that you said <laughs> we were to gain? What about killing fields? Is there a point. time? What about about all the things that you said were yours and mine? Did you ever start to notice all the blood we shed before? Have you ever start to notice this crying earth, this weeping shore? Come Mm -hmm. on, Scar, you got it. No, I'm good.
3: No. I I feel like a stranger in Moscow. There's some, there's some, there's some some songs that I have to sing. But not mm-hmm.
0: no not the, nah. no not no stranger in Moscow. Like nobody knows how to st- sing "Strangers in Moscow." It's like you know, it gets the people going though. Just know that we know you waste water. Just know that we know that I'm a. I, I mean, I'm just gonna just guess that you are gonna wash your car.
2: Mm-mm. That was the water at my house.
0: Mm. Recycled water. Mm-hmm. You know that you can recycle water anyway, right? I care about the environment, sir. Okay, you don't care about the environment. I care you know, about the you environment. You live in a place where they don't really care wash about COVID with, shots.
2: I wash with bottled water to make sure I only use the water that I need. You Wait, but you first- bougie bitch. <laughs> you, you live in the first
3: place they dropped the mask mandate. You, you bougie <laughs> motherfucker, you wash with bottled
2: water. That's right, because so I only use water that I need to use to clean my body. Yeah, oh. but what
3: about the environmental impact of that bottle?
2: What about I us? I recycle. I got a big-ass recycling bin in my garage. That's right. Is there so a you sit in the shower for 15 minutes, Actually, twice 20, a day, three 20. times a day, and your wife three times a day, and your kids three times a day, I'm using a bottle of water.
0: I sit in the shower for 20 minutes at a time, and do you know so why? Who cares
2: about the environment and who doesn't?
0: Because Buster makes me feel good. That's why. And look, I just want to say. I care about the environment enough that when I get out the shower, I stand underneath my nice, cool fan in my room and I air dry. That has nothing to do with the environment. I don't give a fuck. I just love air drying. Yeah, wasting power, the fan.
2: Wasting power to dry yourself when you could use a towel. Mm. Yeah, probably. Typical.
0: Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution. You Planetina know,
2: Planetina would be very disappointed with you.
0: I know, without a shadow of a doubt, that Brandon washed his ass. Though so.
2: Planetina will not like you and Scar. Who? Planetina. Who the fuck is Planetina? Look it up. The listeners know. The listeners listening right now, they're like, "Ah, oh, shit, that's a good, that's a good one."
3: I think I'm good on that.
2: Is that a porn star? No, it's not a porn star. It's Planetina. Everyone is listening knows. Y'all just out the loop.
3: I reckon
2: it's gotta be an under 40 thing. That's what it is.
3: Under 40. It must be because <laughs> it must be because I have no idea what the fuck you're
2: talking about. Rashad just looked it up. Now he's gotta know.
0: Oh, from Rick and Morty. Planetina, see that's the thing. I haven't gotten a cha- uh, uh, season five of Rick and Morty because I cut the cord, so I have to wait for it to show up on Hulu.
3: I have never watched an episode of Rick and Morty.
0: Well, I'm sorry for you. Nobody's sorry. I'm very me. sorry for you. But it came. It just came out season five, episode three. That's why I don't know who Planetina is. Don't don't be don't 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 There's be. Acting. Only one episode left of season five. I know, and then it comes out on Hulu. That's what I'm waiting on. Planetina,
2: she would be mad at you too. She might even kill you.
0: Is that why you care now?
2: <laughs> oh, gosh, She so, killed the coal miners because they wouldn't get dude, out. I way. haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but that's, that, I mean, that's not important. It's, it's just a throwaway <laughs> line in the show.
0: Uh, but, y'all, you know, we want to thank you for listening. We do greatly appreciate it. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 916-633-1537. Um, Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Leave reviews. You can call us the funniest in the world if you want to. We don't mind. Brandon might, though.
2: The I mean. best in the world.
0: We, nigga. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. You
3: know?
1: Simulcast.